0: Train podcast. This is J Train, Jared Freed, coming to you live from the quarantine cabin up in Harlem, New York City. We're here every single day with your Freed by Noon episodes. That's right. We're taking your emails. We're doing the coronavirus rant of the day. We're going to talk charcuterie. We're going to do some luxury lounge and we're going to take your quick hits. That's what we do every single day. And it's all for the low, low price of tell a friend. That's all you got to do. Tell a friend. That's all you got to do. All you got to do, sweet baby, please don't leave me, girl. Tell a friend. Tell a, tell a, tell a tell a friend. Tell a friend. Tell a friend. Tell a friend, friend, friend. Tell a friend, tell a friend, tell a friend friend. Friend. What's all you got to do? Share, share, share. Make it your Instagram. Ooh! That feels good. When you make it your Instagram story. Mwah. Ooh, it feels like my nuts are getting tickled by a feather. Just you're under there. I'm sitting on this chair and you're under the desk just tickle, tickle, tickle. Tickle, tickle, tickle. We're also on YouTube. Go on YouTube, subscribe on YouTube. That means a lot to me because we're trying to get people involved in that YouTube world because then we get some followers there. We got a whole new crew because there's YouTube people out there. Come on. So tell a friend, subscribe on YouTube, subscribe on your podcast app. Make it your Instagram stories. We're here every single day with your emails, your stories, your questions. You can send them in. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. Let's get to the emails. Breaking up because he isn't taking COVID seriously. You can tell the emailer is taking COVID seriously because they called it COVID. They're, this email would never be called breaking up because he's taking coronavirus seriously. It's 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 interesting. How the language changes depending on where you want to go. Hey, Jared, thanks for the Freed by Noon podcast during this whole situation. It has definitely been a bright spot in my day and provided some much needed humor. Feather, feather from six feet away. Here's the situation. I've been seeing someone since November. He is not taking the coronavirus situation seriously, and I think I'm going to break it off with him. I'm completely annoyed and frustrated by his lack of understanding about what is happening and is continuing to go places. I tried to explain to him that this is about other people he could be exposing, and he doesn't understand that. I'm not out here saving the world, but I'm staying in and not gallivanting around... (laughs) She sounds like a, the the Queen of England. I'm not out here saving the world, but I'm not. But I'm staying in, and I'm not gallivanting around with some whore. She sounds like the angry, stuck up mother from the teen romance comedy, the teen rom com. But you're out there gallivanting around with these COVID infested animals. Am I being an asshole or being overdramatic by breaking things off? It feels a little ridiculous, but at the same time, I'm completely put off by his disregard for other people. Thanks for the always sound advice. You know what? I agree with her. I'm with you. And, And it's not about her being too much or crazy or overdramatic. I'm not here to tell you what you should and shouldn't do for this quarantine. I have my beliefs. I think we should all be taking this seriously. I think not only should you be thinking of the older people out there that could be infected. To me, the, the people that I think of, the people that make me sit up at night, are the people that are working so hard for, that, for us to cure these people. And they're working their asses off. And all we're doing by going out is making their jobs harder. That's my belief belief that's what keeps me in the house we all kind of need our why what I will say is it is totally okay to end a relationship based on how someone else reacts to what is going on totally and that isn't you saying that is you saying my morals are different than yours the way I place my morals are different than yours not that your morals are better but that they're placed differently and in the intensity—it is the same thing. Breaking up with someone over the COVID quarantine and how they're handling the situation is the same thing as breaking up with someone because they'll never pay the bill. Someone could look at you and go, "Well, you're being a little much. How could you make it?" No, no, no. no. This is about a mix. This is about you fitting with the other person. You two don't fit. Someone, I, I, it's, this same email could come in. About someone who's taking it, uh, who's not reacting to the situation well. Someone, there could be someone out there that the minute coronavirus quarantine started, they just turned into a puddle. They're crying, oh my God, what are we going to do? They could be doing it from their beach house going, oh, the world's going crazy. I don't know how to deal with my Dog and my puppies and yes it's hard to do my makeup and yes I don't know if I'm going to be able to tan this summer you can look at that person and go wow your perspective on this is fucked up to me wow you, t- you couldn't even because every one of us needs to take stock buck up figure out what to do how are we going to do it I saw yesterday someone messaged me Do I just give up on dating? If your perspective, I wouldn't want to date someone who's given up on anything because this has happened. This says everything about you and how you handle strife and and issues and and a a speed bump put in your way. This podcast is now daily because my shows were canceled. I could have gotten in bed, cried, cried. All day and ate and drank and just given up. But you can't do that. You got to live on. And someone could look at me and see the way that I've handled it and go, oh, he's got to be on the mic every day and think that I'm a, you know, not worthy of dating. That would be their choice. I could understand that too. So you can dump someone for however they handle the COVID situation. And that's not a right or wrong or too much, too little, too dramatic. It's just you not mixing with the other person. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. Jtrain, I've thanked you before, but I'll thank you again. Your creativity and ingenuity is getting us through these hard times, and I appreciate the hell out of you. Well, thank you. Totes preach, motherfucker. Feathers to you and your quarantine team for the Freed by Noon podcast. Well, thank you. When I lost my job last week, I was super bummed, and your podcast is a glimmer of hope for better Beach by Noon days to come. Don't we all hope for that? Here, how? Now, here comes my coronavirus related question. I just started a new job with my former employer making protective face shields for the NYC healthcare workers. Wow! Thank you. That's amazing, yay! They're having us wear face masks and gloves while we're working for safety purposes. We also have to stay six feet apart from one another the whole time. Of course, the first thing I did when I walked into the place was scan the room to see if there were any hotties. Ooh yeah, play that porno music, Shelby. Since I'll be doing the same repetitive tasks all day, I'd like to try and get the day moving faster with a little flirting ooh baby that was me there's one guy who gave me a little eyebrow raise when he would walk past my workstation ah yeah I tried to make to smile at him but I'm wearing the face mask so I'm not sure if he could tell do you have any suggestions for how to flirt while we're wearing p-p-e personal protective equipment and standing six feet from one, some from someone. I'm probably just so excited to be back in public after a week and a half of quarantine. Can't wait to hear your thoughts. Stay safe. I love this email. She's doing the Lord's work. She's making protective uh, face shields for NYC healthcare workers. This is amazing. And while she's there, let's pass the time by checking out some bootay and I don't blame her. It's hard because you can't touch each other, so you can't even do a shoulder touch. You can't really, if you're doing a manual labor-type task where you're moving things and you're at the chocolate factory like I love Lucy, you can't really, um, it's tough to find time throughout the day. I would say anytime you guys get a break, I would go chat this guy up. Hey, how are you doing? How'd you end up here? I think everyone in that room that's making the mass, has a how they ended up here story. So that's rule number one. Be interested. Ask questions. How'd you end up here? And then I think, here's the other thing. You can be an open individual. I'm not saying, you know, jiggle your titties in front of them. No, 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 no. But I'm saying, arms closed off. When your arms are folded, negative, open, hot. When you're, scrunched up, negative. If you did a little stretch, you know, just like, ah, ooh, these masks are so hard to make. Hands over the head, brushing your hair a little to the side, and then while you're doing these moves, face your mask towards Mr. Hottie. So it's Ooh, these long days of mask-making. Mm, oh, and then when you see him catch your mask, you wave. yoo love a boy! And then you go back to work. There's your flirt. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. JTrainPodcast at Gmail.com. Ooh, I like this one. I got this over Instagram. It's a text conversation, okay? Um, I'm gonna, oh, it's on my phone, but I don't have it. The conversation was basically that this girl and this guy had gone on dates um, before the quarantine. Then they spent two weeks quarantine, and somehow they ended up hooking up. So he came over, they had wine, They watched a movie and then right after they had sex the next day at 1120 AM, he sent this message. So, so here's the, here's how we set it up. They went on a date. They went on dates before quarantine. Then they quarantined. Then they decided to get together for a movie and wine at her apartment. They have sex. He leaves. This is the text the next morning. So I think we should talk. Uh oh, I feel like this is moving in a very fast direction, and I'm not sure I'm fully there yet. With what's going on in the world, circumstantially, we are kind of forced into a position of how we interact, and I get that. I am also known uh, a known exposure risk because my roommate's girlfriend works at the hospital as a neuro nurse, and I'm rethinking how much I should expose myself to others as well. Look at they fucked, and then he's like, "Wait a minute." I shouldn't expose you. Notice how differently he thinks with an empty penis about his exposure. He had the roommate with a nurse girlfriend before they fucked too. I feel like we need to take the, the precautions to isolate myself appropriately, and if we are being casual for now, I'm not sure it's the best for me to keep exposing myself to others. On top of that, this is a weird time to try and develop something because we're not being normal in and be, being normal, in, being out, and experiencing things, etc. So that was his text. Her text back, okay, it's okay if you feel we aren't vibing. I do find this explanation to be a bit odd or assuming that I take this more seriously than you're wanting things to move Uh, and you're wanting things to move fast. You've never asked me about what I want, so those are assumptions. I don't really see what could have uh, been moving fast about the most casual form of hanging out possible, watching a movie, fooling around, but to each their own. But either way, sounds like we won't be interacting beyond this because it seems you've interpreted me being who I am and expressing myself being comfortable with meeting another and putting myself out, uh, out there as a flaw. So good luck out there. I love her message. Bravo, Monsieur, Madame. Bravo. Because what he did, and this is going to happen a lot, okay? What we have to be on awareness for is people using the coronavirus, using the quarantine to not sound like an asshole. They're using, it as, they're using it up here to distract you while they're doing stuff with their left hand. They're taking corona vi- coronavirus, coronavirus, coronavirus. I don't want to fuck you anymore. Slip it in. I don't want to be the dickhead. I just want to, because of all this going on, I can't fuck you. Oh my God, we got to be quarantined. This isn't a real way to date. Also, I want to fuck other women. Like, it's a weird, what he's doing is what a lot of people will be doing from here on out. And it happens, it's been happening online since the beginning of the internet existed. We use the thing that no one can disagree with. He said, here's his statements that no one can disagree with. He says, "He says uh, what's going on in the world circumstantially, we're kind of forced into a position how we interact. Yes, that's true for everyone. But that was also true for when you fucked the night before. And you totally ignored that to be fucking. Your penis looked at you and said, who gives a fuck? I gotta come. And you were like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, let's go. And then you woke up this morning and you were like, well, I, I don't know. The penis was like, yeah, do whatever you want. We already got that. So let's not, the, 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 the thing I want to you know drive home with this interaction, and I am proud of this emailer, because she didn't sit there and succumb to the bullshit that is the coronavirus excuse she heard that excuse she said uh-uh that's the trash you don't want to fuck me anymore I'm cool with that if we're not vibing you hear she open it's okay if you think we're not vibing that's what this is all about she sniffed it out because every dude's goal is with casual sex is to get out of casual sex with you without being seen as a dickhead. That's the goal. And it's hard to achieve that goal because casual sex will bring one evil partner 90% of the time. J-Train Podcast at gmail.com. J-Train Podcast at gmail.com. Ooh, saying I love you for the first time in quarantine hi jared and shelby love the pod love you too i'll get right to it my boyfriend and i met at a new year's party this year so we've been together for three months we're both 31 we live in a mid in a mid large oh this this email formatted awfully because you put a picture in okay Love the pod, love you too. I'll get right to it. My boyfriend and I met at a New Year's party this year, so we've been together for three months. We're both 31. We live in a mid-large city in the South. Don't say it out loud, okay. I feel ready to say I love you for the first time, but I'm unsure if I have clouded thinking because of this quarantine situation. There are some additional details that may be relevant, such as I'm I'm somewhat immunocompromised, What? Because of a medication I take uh, for autoimmune disease. So I haven't been able to see any friends or even go to the grocery store in three plus weeks. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. Uh, However, my boyfriend has been extremely supportive throughout the quarantine and hasn't been seeing his friends or going to the store. And he has been washing his sheets twice a week, etc. Because he says he's paranoid about getting me sick. We've been spending... Uh, Friday through Monday quarantining together and it's been a blast playing games, cooking together and getting drunk. I feel like I'm ready to say I love you for the first time, but I don't know if my judgment is clouded because of the quarantine situation. I'm actually nervous I might blurt it out one of these nights we're drinking during quarantine. I guess my question is, does a quarantine I love you hold the same weight as a non-quarantine I love you? Should I wait and see how I feel after this thing blows over? I've attached a pic. You know, you get, they're a very cute couple. Um... Listen, I think uh, pop the champagne. Let's say I love you. Let's get this going. Mazel tov. I think uh, I, I I understand where she's coming from. But here's the thing. that It's this quarantine situation, and I've said this a lot on this Freed by Noon podcast, this is a speed bump that you're going over with this person. You're both experiencing it. You're both feeling it. Just be And it. listen, it's the same thing as going on a date where you guys had a great time. It's the same thing as you getting the sniffles and him bringing you chicken noodle soup. These actions, based on the environment that we're in, is why you love someone. How they react. It's the same thing as the person who ended the relationship. They were like, hey, you reacted in a way that made me not like you. That's it. You wanted to split the tab. You uh, had sex with your shirt on. You uh, never text me. You never make a date. You, and that makes me not like you. Same thing goes for the other way. You know I have this uh, health issue. You have made your life different for me, and that is why I love you. Own the love. Own it. You, The best thing she wrote, and she said, uh, I feel ready to say I love you. That's all you needed to feel. You feel ready to say I love you. He, He can do whatever the fuck he wants, but you feel ready to say I love you, which is great. Own it. Own it, own it, own it. And he'll get to I love you whenever he gets to it. But that's, love is, is people are like, oh, it's a two-way street. No, 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 no. You can love someone and they can get to back to you. But I think when you own it, that is, when you say, hey, I love you. You have been, you're an amazing person to me. You've be, we've become closer due to this situation. This is, it's the same thing as a, you, you know, you love your parents because of what you've gone through, not because of time. You love your parents because they were there for you when you were sick. You love your parents because they 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 talked with you during the hard times and the good times. Just because you've known them a long time doesn't mean it <laughs> doesn't make your love stronger. So say it, and you know what? When you own "I love you," it's a it's a confidence thing. Oh wow, shit! She doesn't need me to make this decision. Jtrainpodcastagema dot JTrain podcast at Gmail.com. We'll do one more, and then we'll get to the coronavirus rant of the day. You can send in your emails. Coronavirus rant. We got the luxury lounge, the charcuterie chat, and then we'll do some quick hits at the end. Hi Jared, love the podcast, and I've shared with anyone who will listen about how great it is. I met this guy on Hinge in January, and between now and pre-Rona, we've been on about seven dates. So seven dates since January, February, then they march is when the shit hit the fan. He seemed like an absolute match with zero red flags and have a ton in common. Since we've begun talking, he, he wishes me good morning every single morning via Snapchat. That is the biggest load of bullshit in the entire world. Any good morning text can be sent over Snapchat. Can All you have to do is write good morning once and then boop, 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 boop. boop. Good morning texts are the best way to convince you that you're a good person with zero effort. A good morning text to me is more of a bullshitter than not. So she writes, since we've been g- begin talking, he wishes me a good morning text every single morning via Snapchat and we have a streak of 75. So she's saying that they have 75 times where they've gone back and forth without losing the streak. You're counting on the wrong things already. However, now that the corona has taken over, he still wishes me good morning every day, except he now leaves me on red after I wish him a good morning back. (gasps) Oh, no! Play the music, Shelby! He, however, watches every one of my stories. We live 10 minutes away from each other. Should I call him out on BS, or does this potential relationship have holes in it? I would say you're looking at the wrong things to show effort. It's okay to not get back to your Snapchat. What's not okay, does he not want to FaceTime with you? Does he not want to text you back when you're uh, sitting on the couch at night when he's done with work? Um, Will he not talk on the phone? The Snapchat streak, you're leaning on numbers to make your insecurities feel better. That's what you're doing. You're saying, well, we have a Snapchat streak of 75, so things are good. It's like, no, no. Snapchat streak of 75 doesn't mean shit if you're not going on dates. Is he just showing up to get blown and then going home, but you got a Snapchat streak of 75? You're looking at the wrong things, and here's the thing. You have to start looking in the mirror. Stop looking at the streak. Hey, do I feel fulfilled by this relationship? Is the person making me feel good about being with them? Mirror, mirror on the wall. Is this guy a fuck boy after all? That's what you, and, and, and it's uh, it's all about your personal fulfillment. If you're having a good time, here's what I would say. If you, if you expect something back, hey, why didn't you get back to me? My response, if someone was like, because what she's saying, he'll wish me good morning, then I'll say it back, and then he doesn't say anything back. What would you like? Hey, it would have been nice if you told me how your day was going. You haven't texted me all day. That's different than, where's my snapback? What's it going to do? Be fucking start sitting with a writer's room full of people to come up with creative ideas to keep this going when all you can do is look at the four walls in your house to make your confidence feel better? Uh Uh-uh. Start owning your confidence. Start uh, looking, giving me real things that you can look to that make you feel fulfilled and that make you don't feel fulfilled. J-train podcast at gmail.com J-train podcast at gmail.com Let's go to the coronavirus rant of the day. Hit the music, Shelby. Today, I want to talk to anyone who's angry that their birthday plans got messed up. It's time for you to grow up. Nobody cared about your birthday before coronavirus. Nobody cares about it during the coronavirus. And nobody's going to care about it next year when you force us all to go to your 26-year-old brunch. It's over. Birthday time is done. It's time to grow up, okay? you There's no party with goodie bags and invitations and streamers. Sorry. What do you... There's people right now going through real problems. And I don't mean... I'm not one of those people that says you can't complain. You can complain, but do it to your friends. Oh, that kind of sucks that my birthday kind of got fucked up. We were going to have fun. But honestly, complaining about your birthday is the most selfish thing to complain about. It's the most. Because if you're... Right now, if you're on Twitter, Oh my God, my birthday's getting canceled. What will I do? I got all these balloons. What are you... Do you you know there's also people going, hey, are you going to go to a party full of people where everyone's like, hey, I lost my job? Oh, really? Yeah, I don't know. I'm on unemployment right now, but hopefully things will turn around. How are you? Yeah, my grandfather died. Yeah, he uh, he was older, but I loved him very much, and it felt like coronavirus took him too soon. How are you? You know, my birthday party got canceled, and I bought... Two balloons that said two and four, and now they're deflating, and they cost me $19.95 online, and they were gold, and I bought a crown, and I had the perfect Instagram picture pulled up. And it's like everyone else at the party would go, "Um, are you fucking serious? Are you eight? Are you worried that the dinosaur theme didn't come through? Nobody cares about your birthday yesterday. Nobody cares about your birthday tomorrow. And nobody cares about it next week. That's our coronavirus rant of the day. You can send yours in. Uh, podcast at gmail.com. That's podcast at gmail.com. Let's go to the Luxury Lounge. Hit the music, Shelby. The Luxury Lounge is where we get to complain without people complaining about our complaints. It is a place to complain about anything you'd like. It could be that your birthday is canceled. This is the room, the closet to go into. We do the luxury lounge on Patreon. If you're wondering what Patreon is, Patreon is a platform where creators like myself can put out content for a monthly subscription. Mine is $5 a month. I put two additional podcasts there. I also have video. And for $15 a month, you can get advice straight from me. And you can make sure your email gets answered. So, patreon.com slash Jared Freed. That's where all the luxury lounges are. There's probably probably a month's worth of podcasts that are on there. You can go back to the beginning, listen to Coffee with J Train. And you could go through my last two years of living on this earth... Uh, I think they're pretty entertaining, they're pretty good So patreon.com slash Jared Fried, Patreon.com slash Jared Fried. On today's luxury lounge I want to make a plea As some of you may know I am a Delta Medallion Diamond member I am the highest form of Delta Medallion member I got that level based on last year's flying. Last year, I flew over 125,000 miles to earn my diamond status. What I'd like to do is the other night, I had a nightmare. In the middle of the night, I, I boarded a flight, and I didn't board with first class. I didn't get my free snack. Nobody thanked me for being a diamond member, and it was all because of the coronavirus taking that year away from me. I'm asking you, Delta. Yes, you, Mr. Delta, Mrs. Delta, please roll over our statuses to 2021. Please give me back the biscotti that has been taken from my mouth. Please give me back the upgrades that I will not be able to use. Please, Mrs. Delta, Don't make me have to pay for my luggage to go under the plane. Please, Mr. Delta, don't make me bored with the last group of animals who get on the flight. Please, Delta, don't make me lose my comfort upgrade that I get within minutes of booking a new flight. This is my plea to you from myself and my other Diamond Elite members. That's today's Luxury Lounge. We're every single day on Freed by Noon with the Luxury Lounge. You can also go to Patreon, patreon.com slash Jared Freed, and sign up for the Luxury Lounge. That's there every week. If you This week, uh, the one with Akash Singh is there, and we have all the past guests from the J Train podcast. Let's do the charcuterie chat. Every week... Every day, I'm a big fan of charcuterie culture, and every day we'll discuss a new item in the charcuterie world. Hit the music, Shelby. Today on Charcuterie Chat, I want to talk about grazing tables. If you're not aware, there's the charcuterie board that is about the size of this notepad. Some have gone larger, some have gone smaller, And now what they've done is they've extended to the grazing table. So you would walk into a party and this whole table would be filled with meats and cheeses and all the other accoutrements. The grazing table is a, is, is for, the grazing table is for people that weren't creative enough to stick to the board. What you've done what you've done is you've gone from board to table because you couldn't make the necessary cuts that needed to happen. Of course people are going to be impressed by the table. It's just impressed by scale. Just because it's bigger doesn't mean you put more thought and effort into it. You've just bought more. You've fooled the people at your party into thinking that you're a better party planner. You're not a better party planner, you're just a pig. That's right, what's next? A grazing floor? What's next? A a, a grazing aircraft? You're gonna park a 747 with a bunch of meats and cheeses on it and we're all gonna look at it and not even eat the whole thing? What you've done is you've fooled us all with size and grandeur in exchange for taste and creativity. Just because it's large doesn't mean it's right. Your grazing tables are bullshit. It is not what we have created charcuterie boards for. And what we've created them for is for a nice snack before the real meal. So now, what are you going to tell me? That I'm going to walk into a party and you're going to go, where's all the food? You go, there's the grazing table. And I go, oh, great. And I try some and I go, all right, when are the uh, pass-around hors d'oeuvres? And you go, well, we have that huge grazing table. What? Where's the sushi? That's why we have the grazing table. Well, that's one type of food. I want other foods. Well, we put all so much money into that grazing table. You, why don't you just try the different meats? No, but I want a meal. This is supposed to be a snack. And because you've made it a table, you've thought that this was enough food for the whole party. No! We, this is the first course of four courses. We don't want your table. If we wanted more, we'd go to the fridge and make it our fucking selves. That's our charcuterie chat. We'll do this every day on the Freed by Noon podcast. Send in yours to JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. Let's do some quick hits. Hit the music, Shelby. I'm a nurse and the guy I've been seeing refuses to see me until this is over. Deal breaker? Um, it makes some sense. Um, as a nurse, I, I mean, the other response from him would be that he would quarantine with you. But every time you go to the, you know, I guess from his angle, every time you guys come in contact, you're bringing a shipment of COVID to him that he is now made responsible for bringing out to the whole world. So I understand his predicament. It is not a deal breaker. Uh, it's fine. My mouth is raw from eating too many salt and vinegar chips. Doing great over here. Yeah, the salt and vinegar chip uh, to me is an overrated chip. If I wanted that little, that, that kind of taste in my mouth, I would have a jalapeno chip, cheddar jalapeno Um, I would have a plain chip over a salt and vinegar chip. Salt and vinegar chip makes no sense alone. Unless you have a cheese to place with it, the salt and vinegar chip is bullshit. Any updates on the snitching neighbor, a.k.a. your Carol? There's been no other word from my snitching neighbor. None yet. My ex and I separated a year ago. Is it okay that I still use his Hulu and Netflix? Uh, What if he owed me money? Um I would say that any extension of the relationship is you holding on to the relationship. So I understand like well he owes me money so I guess I'll be using the Hulu and Netflix. That to me is still using the person's Hulu and Netflix is a break in case of emergency lever that he always has to get back in touch with you. So all you're doing is giving him a reason to figure out a way to talk to you to maybe fuck. So you're leaving yourself open to injury. A guy asked for my number, don't want to give it to him. How do I say say no nicely? Hey, I appreciate you reaching out. Oh, so he asked for your number over DM probably. I would say, hey, I'm actually not uh, dating right now, but good luck to you. You have to be... You can't be nice with guys. Any form of nicety, a guy thinks that you're attracted to them. It's just the ego that's built within all of us. If you're nice, if you smile, we go, oh, look at me. Of course she wants to be with me. I'm the king of fuck town. My mom says I'm handsome. So you have to be stern, strict, uh, and classy. Hey, totally appreciate it. I'm not dating right now. Good luck with everything. I think a good luck with everything is a great exclamation point on the I won't fuck you. Um, good, gifts for boyfriends B-Day three months in. Corona ruined all experience gifts, all my other ideas. They, no, it didn't. You should get, make him a nice dinner, glass of wine, nice, uh, you know, put on the sexy lingerie. Maybe, you know, you know, put on, put a blindfold on him. Play with his cock and balls. Maybe you shove a finger up the ass. Do something a little different. Husband isn't working due to layoffs. Can I expect him to do more chores? Um, no. I, <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't think losing work means you're like, well, time to hit time to hit the yard work. No, he's gonna be fucking upset and depressed and feel less valuable. And it's going to take him time to adjust to a life that doesn't involve him going into work every day, like the rest of us, but also with more sadness. If texting too much before a first date can ruin expectations, how do you avoid this in quarantine? I don't think it—I think texting right now, you should be having fun with it. I think you should be taking hard rights Show your personality over text as much as humanly possible because this is the only way to get to know people. And if they're not cool with that, they're not the match. Went out before quarantine, he texts me every day, but no I have been but I have been the one to initiate dates. Why? Um I I think that's okay as long as you're enjoying the dates. I would even back off. I'd be like, and then I, the way you play it is you, you initiate the dates. And then the next time you go, yeah, whenever you're ready to ask me on a date, I'm cool. But I, you know, I'm not going to be here forcing the issue. You can let someone know that you're bothered by that thing. That's not going to be the reason you end. So if you say, Hey, I planned the last one waiting on you to plan the next one. Uh, I'm sick of being, you know, uh, you know, fucking annoying Sally over here. And then he'll go, ha ah, and the hint has been given. He heard you. He will either do or he won't. Is it weird that as a girl I prefer Snapchatting more than texting? I think if you prefer Snapchatting more te- than texting, then you uh, probably have low confidence. And I don't mean that to be mean. I'm just saying you should start working on your own thing, looking in the mirror, why do I like Snapchatting more than texting? Oh, I can see when he opens it and I can see I can get a yes or a no. The, the world lives in the gray. 90% of the time, you're not going to get a yes or no. You're going to get a maybe and I like you, but I'm not sure. And I would stop rating my self-confidence based on the yeses and nos out of life. Because if you do that, you're going to be fucked forever. Not just for this with this guy. It's going to be for everything else because the answers don't always come. Life, the reason college to the real world sucks is because in college, life is easy. You get an A, B, or C, or D, or F. That's it. I study the material. I got the grade I deserved. Now I move on for the next test. That's not life. Life is no, no grades. You never know how you're doing. So you might as well get used to being okay with the things you do and say over text Rather than waiting for a yes or a no based on it, do you not break the snap streak. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. We're every single day with your Freed by Noon episodes. We'll be back next episode. Keep sharing. Keep telling a friend. We'll be back next episode. Boom.